Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Michael Reed Show Podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at LMFM.ie Thursday morning, the 3rd of September. Good morning with much debate and discussion from now till 11am. This is Michael Reid on LMFM. Yesterday, the Dáil debated legislation to give Gardaí more powers to enforce public health regulations to mitigate the grave risk to public health posed by the spread of the disease known as COVID-19. Premises licensed to sell intoxicating liquor now face temporary or permanent closure if they are in breach of regulations under the legislation that was introduced by Helen McEntee, the Minister for Justice. Hard, perhaps, to argue with that. I'm not, for one anyway, going to give power to a minister that, that seems to be only infatuated with Dublin and, and, and the East Coast. I'm not going to give him the power to do what he likes to these hard-working, good-living people. And the guards honestly have enough to do without making them go into uh, the homes of honest people. Uh, that, that's totally and absolutely wrong. And it's totally and absolutely wrong of the government to think that we'll vote or that I'll vote for this bill, that we don't know what we're voting, what the, what the rules are going to be, so what are the penalties going to be for? Independent TD Danny Healy-Ray vociferously opposing the legislation put forward by the Justice Minister Helen McEntee. And if you feel confused listening to that because he was talking about a man, the minister that he was referring to is Stephen Donnelly, the Minister for Health. In other words, uh, that was a coherent contribution from Danny Healy-Ray, but a confusing way to put forward legislation, it seems. Let's talk about this with the Minister for Justice, Helen McEntee, who's on the line. And a very good morning to you and uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, Danny Healy-Ray making the point there that they didn't really know what they were voting for yesterday. Well, good morning, Michael. Um, If I could just say firstly, and and I think there seems to have been some confusion and and it seems to have culminated or started last weekend, the legislation that I brought forward yesterday and, and that will hopefully go through the House today and next week is legislation specific to licensed premises, so pubs, restaurants, and any clubs that might have a liquor license. And what it does is give 
safeguard the additional enforcement powers. What it doesn't do, and there seemed to be some suggestion, it doesn't, nor did it ever intend to give power to Gardaí to go into somebody's home. So I just want people to know oh, no. that because mm. I think people are worried about that and, and it was mentioned a lot yesterday in the debate. It was okay, never but intended it, to do that. But as you say, Minister, it gives the Gardaí enhanced enforcement powers so that they can act against criminal acts. What are the criminal acts? So what we've seen over the last number of weeks, more so in particular, um, is that there has been an increased number of licensed premises, and, and whether it's publicans or others where they're serving food, where there have been breaches in uh, COVID regulations. Now, I have to say at the outset, the vast majority of people and the vast majority of premises have been compliant. They've put a huge amount of work into making sure that the premises are compliant and that they're doing absolutely everything in line with government regulations and COVID regulations. Mm. But since the beginning of July, um, right up to, say, the weekend just gone by, there have been about 186 I think breaches of where, regulations, uh, but, we're, of but, but, regulations. but if we could get back to the legislation that was put before the House yesterday, uh, what crimes are specifically named in that legislation? So we haven't specifically outlined because they are outlined by the Minister for Health. And I know the question was, well, why are we not putting them into this particular act? So the penal provisions. So we don't know. Been, we don't know what this act actually criminalises. We just know that we, the Gardaí. We, we do. We, we do. So what was agreed by the Minister for Health on Friday, which we passed through Cabinet, mm. he signed it in on Monday, was a series of restrictions linked to COVID health regulations. Some of them had penal provisions. This is the Minister for Health who wanted the Gardaí to go into people's homes uh, where there may be seven people congregating. Well, my understanding is he didn't, and, and it's never been on the agenda. And certainly from my point of view as Minister for Justice, who would be leading that, it's never been on my agenda. And it Did won't Stephen be Donnelly not bring that to Cabinet? No, he didn't. Okay. Uh, not that I, I, I should be getting into what's in Cabinet, but, but no, that was never brought to Cabinet, and, and it won't be. And I can assure you and others that that won't be. Okay, but, but he, he did make public utterances on it, didn't he? I, I, I didn't hear it. Mm. So and it, it, was shot, it was considered by Cabinet and shot down by Cabinet? No. That's not the case. Uh, it was never looked at. I have never intended to bring mm. any legislation forward on that regard. So I want to be absolutely clear with people. We have never said that we would go into people's homes. I have never said that. And it will never okay. happen under my remit. So I OK, so th- 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 this particular legislation relates to licensed premises, whether they're pubs or clubs or uh, somewhere that has a, a license to sell alcohol. Uh, and, uh, and if the regulations are breached... On occasion, that will be criminal. Uh, And that depends on the regulations that are introduced outside of this legislation by the Minister for Health, Stephen Donnelly, which is why Danny Healy Ray was so concerned about a minister who he feels is infatuated with Dublin. Uh, But when those regulations are are breached, the Gardaí have the power to act. But those regulations could be renewed or changed tomorrow. Is that not the case? They could, but there is always a connection. So just to explain to people, so we have the regulations that are currently within the Department of Health because these relate to matters of health. What we're doing with this legislation, in order that if if those regulations, so if, um, so at the moment now, and, and there's a number of regulations linked to licensed premises. So when you go into a licensed premises, there is a person who works there that has to take the date and time of entry that you go into the premises. They have to take the name of you or somebody in your group. They have to record um, essentially what you've ordered mm. and, and the meal that you've had and also that when you eat and drink that it can only be done when you're seated at the table. And as so it stands, clear, that's as, regulation. as it stands, the 
only a requirement under penal sanction to keep records uh, of visitors to pubs uh, and what they order. So the, the, the four that I've just outlined, these are required. So it means that if, and, and I suppose this is going to help Gardaí as well, because what we've seen is over the last number of weeks, maybe, is that they mm. find it difficult when they go into a premises to know, uh, you know, if somebody has eaten or not. And, and unfortunately, mm. what we've seen is where some places, and again, I have to say this is in limited circumstances, because the vast majority mm. of people are compliant, where people haven't been served food, where they have been given receipts, mm. where the food hasn't been served. But the, the only crime is if you don't keep a record of that, is it, Minister? So people need to be sitting down. You have to keep these records I know, um, and you have to ensure that... I, I, no, I understand, Mr. So I'm sorry to... to but I understand, but it, is the only crime as a result of the legislation a failure to keep records? Well, no, you have to have people seated. You have to have the records. You have to make sure that if they are drinking, that they are eating the substantial meal uh, while they are drinking, that they're not sitting at a bar and drinking on their own. So these it, are very... Is that clear. criminal? So what could happen now? So that, no, that is but, but a, that is, is that a, criminal, Minister? That is a penal provision, yes. That if somebody's well, sitting at the bar on their own, waiting for a seat perhaps, that that's criminal? No, what I'm saying, this no. is related to the premises. So this is the premise holder. So this, yes, is why this, is linked with, this is why this is linked with my legislation here. Because mm. what this means is if a guard goes in and the date and time hasn't been taken... Uh, somebody is not sitting at the table and they're sitting at the bar. It's not the person who's sitting at the bar. It's the premises. And what they will do first and foremost... And there is a sanction for that against the premises then, is there? So this is what I'm about to explain. So if a, a Garda walks into a pub or a, a gastropub or somewhere that has a, a liquor licence and they're serving food and somebody does not... They haven't adhered to these... Uh, to these provisions that I've just outlined, what they'll first and foremost do is ask the premise uh, and who uh, premise holder and, and whoever's in charge to come in line with these regulations. So to, to show records or to, you know, I, they're, they're mm. not going to go in and say, we see that you haven't got records, we're going to close you down. Mm. And that's the approach that Gardaí have always taken and, and we continue uh, to encourage them to take that approach and they will. So there is always first and foremost that engagement with somebody. If somebody insists or continues to breach these regulations, then there are a number of options that are available to the Gardaí. And you have to remember mm. that the Light and Vintners Association have welcomed this legislation because the way that they see it, there are a very small number of premises that are flouting well, regulations and yeah. guidelines mm. and, and, mm. and making it difficult mm. for those who are doing absolutely everything right. Okay. So the pub could be closed for the remainder of the day. Because somebody was sitting at the bar? Well, no, if somebody's sitting at a bar... And they ask them to sit down at a table and mm. they ask them that, you know, there's, yeah. there's a whole series well, of well, if the gar- that well, that's, I'm just trying to understand that, Minister, and forgive me for uh, not understanding it uh, up to this point. But uh, if the guardee, under the regulations, walk into a pub and somebody's sitting at, at a bar with a pint uh, and they say uh, you should be sitting at a, a table and the pub says, well, we're waiting for a table. We're going to get them a table and we just gave them a drink while they're waiting. Uh, it, 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 is there the prospect of the pub being fined for that? Well, no, what we don't have is a system of fining at the moment. That's something okay, so, that so it's not criminal. Mr. Donnelly it's not, is looking at. It, it's not a I'm crime saying, then, is it? it? What I'm saying is, first and foremost, if a guard walks in and finds that there are breaches, mm. whether it's someone sitting at a bar, whether okay. it's that names weren't taken, whether it's that food hasn't been served, mm. first and foremost, they will always engage so they will always say, this is the way it should be. We need you to come into compliance. And if that's asking people to leave, if that's asking somebody to, to do something different, 
what we are asking, what's very clear in this legislation, is that they will be asked to do that. Mm. If a genuine mistake has been made, if someone is genuinely waiting for somebody else, they're not going to turn around and say that this is an offence and, and we're going to close you down. But if somebody persists and if they come back an hour later and there are more people and there are people not adhering to these very clear guidelines that have been set out, then they can. And it's only at superintendent level, so a, a local guard can't walk in. At superintendent level, they can seek to close the premises for the remainder of the day. But, what you have then after that mm. then is a series of measures that if people persist on breaking these guidelines where they don't come into compliance and they'll be given a series mm. of, of chances to come into compliance, that they then can be taken to the district court where they could potentially be closed for three days, for seven days or 30 days. And, and that, applies to, that, that applies in the circumstance that I was putting to you, Minister, does it? If somebody was sitting at the bar... If, if this happens a number of times, if, if they're So it is criminal. This is related to the licence holder. Yeah. So if a licence holder refuses to remove somebody who's sitting at a bar and who is drinking, who is not eating food, whose name hasn't been taken, who, you know, has been there for hours, if they refuse to do that, uh, and I would imagine that it would have to happen mm. a number of times before it would even get to the stage where somebody has been brought to the district court. But yes, that is potentially a situation that could arise. And that the pub, the, the, the pub could be closed as a result of that. It, it could, but I mean, mm. this is something that okay. I, I think people have been looking for. It's at the same time, what I see this legislation has been very positive, is that if we can have these kind of regulations where we set out very clear guidance as to what people mm. need to do, whether it's sitting at tables, whether it's taking the names, whether it's adding additional regulations to that, for me, it's a clear pathway for all of our pubs to be able to open. But you do understand the confusion of the opposition TDs, whether it's Danny Healy Ray or, or Brendan Howland for that matter, who don't understand why one minister, namely yourself, as the Minister for Justice, Helen McEntee, is introducing legislation which will give powers to another minister, namely Stephen Donnelly, the Minister for Health, to decide what is criminal and what is not. So this has been the case throughout COVID where these particular regulations and where they're penal provisions or not, they have always been made under the Health Act because they are related to health. Now, it, it, look, it's, 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 a, it's an unusual time that we find ourselves in uh, and this is perhaps an unusual situation for people. The reason that I haven't outlined the specific penal provisions within my legislation is that because uh, I suppose they could change. We could, um, in the process of adding or opening the other pubs, we could add one or two more provisions which would ensure that, that you know, we can make things as safe as possible. Mm. And if Stephen Donnelly were to do that, or if it were to have to have been in my legislation, we would have to bring legislation again. So okay. what this provides is, I suppose, a level of flexibility, but at any stage, if Minister Donnelly is going to change those regulations, firstly, they have to be approved by Cabinet, but also to connect them with this legislation where the Gardaí have enforcement powers that has to come to me. And I think any suggestion yesterday, whether it was from Danny Healy Ray or anybody else, that, that I or anybody is anti-pub. My parents had a pub for, for over a decade. I've worked in pubs through college and in, in later on in life. I'm, I'm the least person or the last person that is anti-pub. To me, this is very specific to those who really are flouting the rules over the last number of months, potentially putting people at risk, but also mm. for those who have, have been compliant and, and the vast majority have I think this is seen as, as a welcome move. But also, okay. it might seem draconian that, that you could close things down. I really expect that some of the more extreme measures 
probably won't be used very often, if if at all. Minister, can I just ask you about a, a local issue? Friday night in Navan, half past seven, a, a game taking place at St Mary's Park between OMP and Kells Youths. Gang of young fellas turn up. Uh, there's a lot of trouble. There's a lot of missiles being thrown, fireworks, hard-boiled eggs uh, and all sorts. The game had to be abandoned and uh, the guards were called. This is what uh, the PRO of OMP told to the late lunch. Well, that's not what he told them, but uh, hopefully we should be able to hear Declan Jordan now. And we were told uh, that there was no car available, there was a car on a test run. Now, we are we are, we are, are aware that, you know, Navigardi, is, they covered a large area and they're, you know, pretty unresourced. But, um, yeah, we were, we, we, we were very shocked by it. And, um, like, we, we our, our secretary and that hung around there for an hour afterwards and still no guard there for, um, no guardy um, arrived at the scene. You know, they, they, we, after another call back, they said that they would send. They try get someone up, but uh, unfortunately, no one came up. Minister, what do you make of that? Well, look. Firstly, I, I saw the scenes as well over the weekend, and I mean, it, it was horrifying to see that this was happening with a match ongoing, and, and it shouldn't have happened. Um, I have made contact with um, the inspector Navin just to, to see. Um, I suppose what has happened since then. Um, my understanding is that, that there was no garda. Uh, car on patrol or uh, on a test run or whatever it was that they were actually called to another um, incident. Um, there were Gardaí on the beast, perhaps they weren't as visible but I- I'm not sure, I suppose why that connection wasn't made. What I do know is that since then um, there has been a lot of engagement with the club um, I think as of this morning mm. even the community Gardaí are engaging to make sure that they know when the next match is, to make sure that there potentially is a Gardaí presence um, there and that they can work with the club. But look, this incident shouldn't have happened. Um, I, I'm not sure. Well, the incident, um, but what about the policing? I mean, are there police cars in Navan on a Friday night? There are, absolutely. How there many? Are police cars in, uh, I, I don't have the exact numbers. One? But, I mean, in the county of Mead, we have 48 cars, so there are a number of cars that would be specifically in the Navan area and that would be in a number of areas. So no, so there's not just one car in Navan, there would be a number of cars my understanding is that the car... The Gardaí say, the, the, the say their car, in a statement to us, sorry to cut across you, the Gardaí say the car was not on a test run, but the car was elsewhere. Uh, yeah. But uh, if there's one car for Navin, uh, that means uh, that uh, you've got a free-for-all, basically, doesn't it? There isn't one car for Navin. What you have is cars for various different areas, and you would have had a car that was called for within that area that it appears was called to another incident at the same time. There were, I'm assured, guardies that were on the ground and on the beach and perhaps didn't make it on time. But I, I have been given assurances that there are enough guardies. Now, if you look at the overall picture, this is something that that, that I have said I'm, I'm committed to. And, and in general, we want to look at uh, and ensure that we increase our numbers. In, in Mead alone, we've seen an increase in guard numbers of about 24% in the last five years. So a number of those would be in Navin, particularly given its population. But I, but I am the, sure the, the only car allocated to the area, the, the only car allocated to the area doing something else when something like this happens. Unfortunately, it seems as though there was another incident that was called at the same time. Is that good enough, Minister? Well, look, what we need to make sure is that we do have um, the ability to respond whenever something. Does that mean that's not good enough, Minister? No, what I'm saying is we do have the number of Gardaí. Gardaí were alerted to this. There were Gardaí on the ground, unfortunately. An hour later, they couldn't get there. There was one car was doing something else. Is that good enough, Minister? I believe that we have excellent Gardaí who are working in Navan on the ground. We have more than one car. It, it is unfortunate that this 
has happened and it's transpired that nobody was able to make it within that hour. But I'm absolutely assured by the Gardaí that this matter has been looked at um, and, and that the club in particular are being engaged with and that the inspector in particular is looking at this so that it doesn't happen again and that we don't have something like this happen again. But I'm absolutely assured that we have the right numbers, that we have the, 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 the right uh, amount of cars that we need, that we have Gardaí on the ground. I accept what you're saying, that uh, you know mm. there was a delay here um, but I'm, 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 you know, I think our guardians are doing doing a fantastic job, and I think uh, the fact that they are now engaged, and people would be glad to hear that if this incident were to happen again, well, it most likely and, and hopefully will not happen again because of the engagement with the club. Okay, can I just ask you briefly about the Drought of Feud? Uh, the Star reporting today that one of uh, the gang bosses involved in this, together with his brother, had fled to Spain following the killing of uh, Keane Mulready Woods, and they've now gone to the Middle East and. I suppose the potential there is that they won't face charges. Uh, you've uh, asked uh, Vivian Guerin, uh, former probation services uh, director, to take a, a look at the criminal activity in this area, a scoping exercise, as you call it. Well, look, he, he's going to be looking at much more than just that. But this, obviously, as, as you've outlined, there's been, I think, an increase um, in the, the two rival-based organised crime groups in Drogheda since probably uh, the summer of 2018. You had a huge amount of work um, that was started by the Chief Executive of Louth County Council, Joan Martin, in January of last year. But following what was an absolutely appalling murder of, of Keane Mulready Woods, I, I think for a lot of people in the community, that was the last straw. So there was a march itself, yourself. There was a lot of people attended it. And the very clear ask was that at a government level, um, we would look at the community, look at uh, what is needed and the support that needs to be provided and where they are there, where we can work with people and connect them much better. So what Vivian Guerin has kindly um, agreed to do over the next 10 weeks um, is look at everything from uh, community safety, policing, looking at um, substance use and abuse, the fact that drug death intimidation is a huge problem in the area. He's looking at community development needs. This uh, includes provisions for young people, for families, um, working with other organisations. I think what stood out to me the most at that march with the community groups that are already there working on the ground that just need, I think, additional support and help from us. Uh, he'd been in- engaging with the education system, with the policing system, social welfare, housing, but also a particular focus with uh, the Garda Youth Diversion and looking at the types of programmes that are there. So there's a huge amount of things that he's looking at, and I expect as of today, because we did meet yesterday just to, to ensure that he had everything that he needed, that he was sure of who he needed to engage with. As of today, he'll be engaging with the communities first and foremost, the Gardaí, the council, our local representatives and what I've specifically asked him as well because while this is very local to Drogheda, while it's very much uh, at the, the, the heart of Drogheda, we can see that this has tentacles that spread out into other areas and into Mead as well. So I've asked him where uh, needed or if necessary that he would uh, look into other areas as well. So this will be done within the next 10 weeks and, and obviously um, I'm very keen once that's done based on his recommendations that we start to implement immediately and that where necessary, I work with colleagues and certainly with other departments to, to make sure that those supports are in place. Okay, Minister, thank you very much indeed for joining us uh, this morning and all of uh, the time uh, that you gave us. Uh, I apologise if I uh, held you for too long, but thank you, as I say, for the time uh, that you did give us uh, today. It's much appreciated. That's the Minister for Justice and Fine Gael TD for me, these telemacanty. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.